New York sports betting upside is silver lining to controversial MSG deal. We are bullish on legacy MSG entertainment. The live entertainment business was perhaps the biggest pandemic victim in TMT. However, the company has managed its way through with a strong balance sheet entering the crisis, some additional debt, and ample cost cutting, some of which will be permanent. We are confident that live entertainment will come back stronger than ever with insatiable demand and an unprecedented supply of artists ready to meet it. The Garden's resident sports teams are improving. True story, the Knicks currently hold a playoff spot. And most importantly, we believe in the financial opportunity for the controversial Las Vegas sphere, as we have laid out in detail. It is through this lens that we were disappointed by last month's announcement that MSG Entertainment is recombining with MSG Networks in a stock-for-stock deal. Our beliefs on the future of the cable network business are well known. And perhaps no part of the bundle is more at risk than the RSN business. In Jim Dolan's own words, quote, it will never be as good as it is now, end quote. Exactly the reason why Dolan separated MSGN from MSG in the first place, and we believe intended to sell it to a third party. We expect the RSN model will change in time and sports broadcasts to improve with IP-enabled features. However, the bundle is in deepening secular decline, and while other cable nets pitch a streaming story, there is not a feasible one for RSNs that will remotely serve as an economic equivalent. This is not a story that MSGE investors wanted to pair with the live entertainment growth story. Interestingly, neither side appears to be happy. MSGN quote value investors are not happy with either the exchange ratio of the deal or the pairing with the more speculative MSGE. In short, the deal was not very well conceived for anyone except those that own both stocks for the long run. That being said, the sell-off in MSGE has been overly vicious. Even after a bounce this week, the stock is down approximately 25% since a press leak of the deal, losing much of MSGN's current market cap. Additionally, there are discrete financial benefits and flexibility created by the deal, the reason it is attractive to those that own both companies pre-deal. But most importantly, it creates an investment vehicle that stands to benefit tremendously from the legalization of mobile sports betting in New York, which is finally set to be approved. Even as New York betting arrives under a model that is less favorable to competition, though there will be at least four skins, it will create new revenue opportunities for both MSGE and MSGN. Why the Dolans recombined MSGE and MSGN. 
Jim Dolan's record on shareholder value creation has been excellent for more than a decade. He has generally made the right operational decisions, the garden renovation, bought and sold assets at the right time, the forum and cable vision, and has unlocked slash highlighted value through a number of spinoffs. The MSGN spinoff also shows that the Dolans have been ahead of peers when it comes to industry trends. Again, MSGN was already spun off because Dolan saw the MVPD future ahead of his peers and looked to sell it. Unfortunately, everyone else caught up before he could find a transaction. To be clear, the combination of MSGE and MSGN is also a sensible strategic move for Dolan and any other prior long-term shareholder of both MSGE and MSGN. It is not a deviation from overall value creation among the Dolan asset portfolio. It is just not necessarily friendly to holders of just one asset, and in our view, MSGE holders in particular. But among the portfolio, there is financial value creation and increased flexibility. At its core, the deal is a classic business school case study. MSG Networks is a declining but very cash flow generative business with no real use of capital besides delevering and capital returns. The cash from MSGN can be used to finance the growthy entertainment business. Could entertainment self-finance? Yes, especially once the sphere has naming rights and suite slash subscriptions sales. It is just more capital efficient to use MSGN's cash flow. Tangibly, in November, MSGE borrowed $650 million at a 7% rate. MSGN allows an immediate refi. Many clients have asked about building additional spheres beyond Vegas and whether this deal signals cash needs. We don't see another wholly owned sphere coming. London looks uncertain at this point, while additional spheres will likely be under a managed venue model. The cash flexibility does open some M&A optionality for MSGE, which is something to watch. In addition to capital efficiency, the deal unlocks tax efficiency. MSGE has now generated $250 million of NOLs, like $50 million of tax savings, aided by the pandemic shutdown. The sphere will generate approximately $600 million of accelerated depreciation in 2023, $120 million or so of tax savings. MSGN is still net income generative and will allow for the acceleration of the tax savings. New York mobile betting legalization lifts entire MSG complex. MSG Entertainment President and Sports President-slash-CEO Andrew Lusgarden has long spoken about the mobile sports betting opportunity in general. He was instrumental in the NBA's investment in FanDuel and for the entire MSG complex since the Supreme Court ruling on PASPA three years ago. He has been correct about the value creation for the entire ecosystem, not just sportsbooks, but also media companies and venue holders. 
the combination of rapidly growing betting handles that have exceeded expectations and the sheer number of competitors in most legal markets has books scrambling to spend sponsorship dollars and trying to create slash align with differentiated content. Truthfully, we have not focused much on the MSG sports betting opportunity. We didn't even mention it in our buy rating initiation on MSGE. We have been surprised about the pace slash early magnitude of adoption, especially in New Jersey, and believe that mobile sports betting legalization in New York was a long way off. It appears sports betting in New York is becoming a reality. Reports have Governor Cuomo's, quote, lotto plan serving as the basis for inclusion in the fiscal year 2022 budget. This is not the ideal plan for MSGE slash N, since competition will be limited by high taxes and only two providers, though at least four skins. However, it is a major start with enough competition, and we would not be surprised to see rules evolve with time, even if things start in that model. With the legalization of mobile sports betting, New York should become the largest sports betting market in the country. There are various ways to estimate the size, looking at other countries and states, examining current handle, comparing lotto numbers, etc., But most ways lead us to a number north of $10 billion per year and possibly reaching $15 billion. As a point of reference, New Jersey is already the largest sports betting market in the country and has approached a billion dollars of handle in multiple months. All told, New Jersey did over $6 billion in handle in 2020 and generated close to $400 million in revenue. New York State has 2.25 times as many adults over 21. More relevant, the New York City DMA has 2.16 times as many people as the state of New Jersey. Extrapolating the New Jersey results would yield $13 billion of handle for the NYC DMA. Even if we adjust New Jersey down by 20% due to other states' residents' bets, the market is over $10 billion and growing rapidly. Stating the obvious, NYC will be a critical market for any sports book, and MSGE slash N owns a number of pipes to reach them. From inside the arena, we estimate 5 million plus attendees per year, to RSNs, mobile apps, and even outdoor signage. The garden is above Penn Station. They also have the ability to offer integrated campaign slash sponsorship across the portfolio and perhaps create unique mobile content slash experiences in Arena, leveraging MSGN. Was that a reason to combine the companies? No. There was already strong alignment and a shared ad sponsorship sales force, but it doesn't hurt. We are separating the potential opportunities for MSGE and MSGN while recognizing there could be some integration between them. MSGN CEO Andrea Greenberg made it clear in late March that MSGN will be aggressive in monetizing sports betting, saying, all, quote, all options are on the table, including naming rights, integration opportunities, new programming, sites, and apps, and we will explore all of them, end quote. When legalization of mobile betting happens in New Jersey, 
we estimate MSGN saw approximately $6 million benefit to advertising and sponsorship. It would not be surprising to see a one-year bump of at least three times that with the legalization in both New York and Connecticut, depending on the impact of limited skins. Note, MSGN EBITDA would still decline in fiscal year 22, even with a 22 revenue step up from betting. As Greenberg points out, there are several forms of advertising and sponsorship that can take. Obviously, there will be increased demand for ad units and maybe even a ratings bump, though team performance is the biggest factor there. MSGN currently has a sponsorship deal with FanDuel. However, we believe that deal will be adjusted with Connecticut and New York coming online and that MSGN is positioned to take full advantage. We suspect MSGN will immediately start shopping naming rights to the RSN, following in the footsteps of the Sinclair Bally's deal. This could take the form of an overall naming deal or one for a second sports betting oriented feed on either slash both MSG Go or Linear. The Sinclair naming deal pays $8.5 million per year for the 21 RSNs. However, it is more expansive and includes equity and ad guarantees, so it is hard to extrapolate a value for MSGN. Finally, MSGN has the Pick'em free-to-play app, like Fox's Super Sick, that essentially serves two purposes, a stepping stone for new bettors and data collection. Registration requires email, age, geolocation, etc., We expect this to take on an affiliate revenue and sponsorship model. Sponsorship is also the key value unlock at MSG Arena. The arena currently has a, quote, exclusive sponsorship deal with DraftKings that will also likely be adjusted. The signage outside the garden is also valuable real estate, especially being above Penn Station and we expect it to serve as an additional sports betting monetization opportunity. There should be the creation of a handful of additional betting-related experiences and sponsorship opportunities inside the venue, which should integrate non-endemic brands. For instance, telcos can sponsor in-arena streaming and betting apps to market 5G. Verizon has been especially aggressive in tying its brand to sports betting. The most valuable in-arena experience would be the addition of a sports book attached to the arena and or betting kiosks. There has been proven demand for such space. Washington, D.C. is on a single operator slash skin model. However, mobile sports betting is allowed in arenas and within two blocks, as are kiosks and betting windows. The first in-venue book at Capital One Arena took three-quarters of the entire bets in the city in February, even with a temporary space. MSG should be able to create a sports book slash betting lounge at the venue. Under the proposed bill, the betting component will have to be mobile only, where it could be tied to an app, although MSG can easily have mobile devices available in the lounge. If laws do evolve, this could later include kiosks, including kiosks elsewhere in the arena. 
We believe in similar situations, the arenas are being paid 15 to 2% of the handle. The restaurant bar space itself should be nicely accretive to MSG. We are sure Tao will come in handy.